Hey everyone, this is Kurt Frankum with Teaching General Conference, and in this episode, we are going to explore this talk by Elder James W. McConkie III, which is called, And They Sought to See Jesus Who He Was. Now, uh, I must admit that uh, the reason I decided to do this talk is because uh, my elders quorum taught it this this past Sunday, and I thought, man, if I'm going to study and prepare for elders quorum, I might as well create an episode for the Teaching General Conference podcast, and uh, so that's what I did. So let's jump into it. One thing to keep in mind with this talk is it is that it is a phenomenal talk. Elder McConkie does a f- great job of, of putting together uh, a great co- general conference talk with scriptures and stories, and I mean, this is a sermon. And the big trap you may run into is that such a good sermon that you'll maybe want to just sort of regurgitate it or tell it again. So that trap is going to be even more tempting with this talk. So as I do with all, uh, as I start with understanding how I want to teach this general conference talk, we go through and we identify all the doctrinal points. These are core doctrinal points that are basic and eternal, at least as eternal as possible, that we could underline and say, this is doctrine. And we're going to just teach one of those things or use one of those points of doctrine as the basis of the teaching, um, the the class. Because it's tempting to want to find multiple points of doctrine and try to teach multiple points of doctrine. (laughs) But you only have 40 or so minutes and there's going to be great discussion and, uh, you know, participation that you don't want to try and cram it all in there. So let's go through and I'll show you specific points that I pinpointed, uh, that sounded redundant, specific points that I classify as doctrine. And I always highlight those in yellow. If you're watching the video, you'll see. All right, right here, three-fourths of the way down into uh, this talk, this paragraph here, this is chock full. I mean, he he lays it out in three points. He says, uh, with the telling of Mark 2 in mind, several important truths or doctrines, right, become clear about Jesus and the Christ. Or about Jesus as the Christ. First, when we try to help someone we love come into Christ, we can do so with confidence that he has the capacity to lift the burdens of sin and to forgive. Boom, doctrine point one there. Second, when we bring physical, emotional, or other illnesses to Christ, we can do so knowing he has the power to heal and comfort. Doctrine point two. All right, then the third one. When we make an effort like the four to bring others to Christ, we can do so with certainty that he sees our true intentions and will appropriately honor them. All right, so these are three points. Now, you you could possibly try to put together like a three-act play or a three-act lesson where you're going to hit on these three things because in a way they sort of tie into one another, right? The, the, The mission and nature of Jesus Christ and so forth. But again, there's nothing wrong with you hyper-focusing on one of these things and saying, this is what I'm going to teach the entire lesson on. You don't have to uh, share the same scriptures that Elder McConkie shared. You don't have to tell the same stories. In fact, you shouldn't You should really never tell the same story that a uh, someone shares in conference. Tell your own stories, right, from your own life, or invite those in the class to their, tell their own stories. 
So for example, you could take this one here. Second, when we be, bring physical, emotional, or other illnesses to Christ, we can do so knowing he has the power to heal and comfort. You can talk all about physical ailments, about emotional struggles that people have, right? And you can build from that doctrine as a foundation of your lesson and go from there. And maybe you're going to pull in different scriptures or different stories from the life of Christ, right? Again, you don't have to be tied to Mark 2 to, to teach these things, right? I guess that's sort of the, the freedom I want to <laughs> communicate in, in these is that you don't have to use all the scriptures that the general authorities use. You can venture out and find scriptures that maybe fit your story better or fit your experience or resonate more with you. That's okay to do. All right, now as we scroll down further, here's another doctrinal point. The four emphasize, the, the four meaning the that carried the man with palsy, the four emphasize the spiritual importance of community and fellowship. Holy smokes, right there, community and fellowship. Th that That's either a doctrinal statement or it's really closely tied to, to doctrine. There's something about the God we worship that wants to stimulate relationship, right? And so community and fellowship is how God does that. Again, you can use that as a foundation for a remarkable lesson about community and fellowship. And here's an, another doctrinal point. Each of us has a role to play in the kingdom of God. Man, again, so much there as far as our role to play in the kingdom of God. All right, so that's the general review, at least the ones I found. You may go through this and you can, you'll possibly find your own points of doctrine that you'd like to, to focus on and highlight. That's great. But again, we're, the exercise is we're going to go through and just highlight the, the first time through what are the doctrinal points and then only focus on one, maybe two if you have to, or like that paragraph, maybe you could sort of do a three-part lesson where you're taking them through each one. Another thing to consider is in this Elder McConkie references Mark 2, 1 through 12. And if you need more context or more substance to uh, bring to your lesson, a good a trick is you can actually go back to some of the Come Follow Me resources, either ones that the churches produced or some of the phenomenal YouTube YouTube channels or uh, or podcasts are out there, and listen to the Mark II episodes, and that's going to give you even more to consider as you prepare your lesson. So going back to that uh, concept of community and fellowship. Again, you could build a whole lesson, fill the whole 40, 45 minutes around this concept of community and fellowship. And I love this story of Christ and the man stricken with palsy, that there were four individuals who carried this person to the Savior, who carried this person to Christ. And think about the remarkable journey you could lead individuals in the class on to identify who in your life has brought you to Christ, who grabbed the corner of your your stretcher and brought them and, and brought them to Christ. I mean, there's, there's so many directions to go with that type of a lesson and to create space for them and actually think through, yeah, I'm going to give you five, 10 minutes to think about who was the scout leader, who was the young women's leader, who was the, the parent, the missionary companion, the mission president, whatever it is that, that played a pivotal role in their life of bringing them to Christ. And, uh, and you could I think of the stories that could be told, right? Because, again, if you go back to that um, mini episode about teaching doctrine, I, I talk about this needs to be a redemptive experience. They need to walk out of there feeling like, I feel like a better person, a more hopeful person, a more encouraged person. And by hearing and sharing people's stories of, of maybe a 
a, a mentor in their life who's brought them to Christ. It's going to be so personal for them, and it's going to be a transformational, redeeming experience for them as you create space for them to consider, yeah, who was it in your life that brought them, that brought you to Christ? Now, I always talk about the warm-up here, right? And I'm sort of skipping around the, the general ideas, but uh, every class, you have to warm up the class. Don't just jump into it and start ta- you know, reading Mark 2 or reading this quote or that quote. You have to warm the class up. So let me give you a few ideas of, of what you can do. Uh, one is just uh, going around the word, uh, around the wor- room and having everybody share one word that they would use to describe Jesus Christ. Because there's various components, especially the the beginning of this talk, where Elder McConkie talks about knowing the true Christ. We often feel like the shortened statures Zacchaeus running to climb a sycamore tree as Jesus passed through Jericho, because as Luke described it, we sought to see Jesus who he was, right? So this may be a concept that you're going to build off of. And so you can start off with uh, warming up the room by going around uh, the room and saying, I want everybody to think of one word that describes who Jesus was. All right, go. Brother Jones, we'll start with you, right? Or maybe you give them 30 seconds to think about it. And what you're doing, this is warming them up because it's allowing them an opportunity to hear their voice in the context of this room, right? Of course, they've been in the room many other times, but it's a new lesson. It's a new week. It's been a while. So you're getting them practicing speaking up in the class, and that's going to warm them up. Another way you could do something similar is invite the class, say, hey, we're going to take the first five minutes, first 10 minutes, whatever it is, and I want you to go to the scriptures, go to the topical guide, go to your the story that comes to mind as far as a, of, of a characteristic of, of a scripture passage that teaches us about a characteristic of Jesus Christ. All right, go. And then five, 10 minutes later, all right, let's share. What did you find? Right. And you get some discussion going. You're warming up the class to participate in the rest of the lesson. Another fun warm-up activity, um, and, and this is sort of a general principle for warm-up, if you ever have a chance to get somebody out of their seat or come in from the front and participating, not only does it help them personally to be like, okay, this is different, I'm doing something different in this class, I'm, I'm focused, right? But it also engages the rest of the class. They're thinking, oh, man, you know, Brother uh, brother uh, Smith is coming up to the front. What, I wonder what the instructor is going to have him do, right? They're sort of leaning in. You're, you're engaging their attention a little bit more. So I talked about the four men that carried the, the man stricken with palsy. You could create a a Boy Scout stretcher. At least that's – I remember learning about uh, making this a stretcher when I was in Boy Scouts. And basically you need a, a blanket and two, um, two like broomsticks essentially. And I provide a – in the show notes, provide a link to a video that shows you how to do this. But you can invite someone up and say, you know, maybe someone who's a little bit lighter in stature and invite them to select four individuals in the room to come and carry them. And you you can talk about, and I think Elder McConkie references in this general conference talk, that what happens if one person lets go, right? What happens if two people let go? And again, it can emphasize and warm up the room to the idea of the importance of community and fellowship. Okay, and then I always talk about the importance of a media mix-up. And this means that you don't just uh, talk to the class or even just go have a discussion for 45 minutes. Sometimes the discussion could be so good that it sort of gets carried away, which is fine, right? But you want to mix it up. You want to maybe have – you're, you're going to lecture for five minutes, and then you're going to have a 10-minute discussion, and then maybe you'll show a video clip. And by doing this, it is engaging their attention because 
it's switching up. All of a sudden, the lights are down. A video is going on, right? You're engaging their attention, and they're gonna they're gonna stay with you longer. So I've put a few uh, in the show notes, a few links to some potential videos that you could show. One is the just the Bible video that uh, the church produced about. Um, Jesus healing the man with palsy. So you can actually show a visual. And some of these, I must admit, I, <laughs> it was such a phenomenal lesson that uh, was given this past Sunday um, about, you know, Elder McConkie's talk that uh, I, I want to make sure all these ideas I share today are not mine. And uh, my Elder's Corps instructor uh, sees this video. I want him to know I'm not just blatantly stealing his ideas. But anyways, and then there's another one called Lift, The Power of Service. That It's a longer video, about 10 minutes, that shows how a ward came together to help a sister with MS. Good visual that's related to this uh, the Bible story you know, in, in Mark 2. And then finally, the phenomenal clip uh, the, referencing another general conference talk uh, of, it was President Uchtdorf at the time, his talk, Lift Where You Stand, right? That this talk uh, talked essentially about lifting and a community, a fellowship coming together and lifting. So again, these aren't going to be like life-changing videos, maybe. They're not going to teach them a ton of stuff, but it's a media mix-up. It's engaging them in a different way, so they're going to lean in and pay more attention as the lesson goes on. And then I have the the backup questions at the end of uh, the show notes. These are just questions that are maybe thought-provoking, that maybe get a discussion going if you uh, still have time left and you need to fill 10, 15 minutes, uh, start asking some of these questions, and um, you'll have a, a great discussion. So again, so much to... Uh, so many directions you can go with this. Hopefully I've given you some uh, your uh, some ideas. I'd love to hear any of your ideas. You can put in the comments on the YouTube channel um, of this video and keep your eye out and make sure you watch all the mini episodes that we publish that give you some general principles that I use in my teaching styles to um, enhance lessons and make sure that uh, it's an engaging lesson. So I hope you have a wonderful opportunity to teach uh, Elder McConkie's general conference talk. And uh, let's keep teaching at General Conference.